everyone. Welcome to the red carpet at Vision for Success Summit here in Tampa. We are speaking with Laura Brandeo. Welcome, Laura. Oh, my goodness. Heidi, I'm so excited to be here. Look at this incredible event. I know. It's amazing to be back in person again, right? Oh, my God. Is this your first person event? This is my second. Okay. I feel like come on. Come on, Heidi. <laughs> how many times do you see, how many times do you see mortgage people dressed up like this? Oh, Isn't yeah, this it is amazing? amazing? Such a good energy and vibe here. So good to see you. Absolutely. Welcome back. Yes, can't wait to have more ladies come up and stay tuned for Flex viewers. We have lots of amazing people here to share their stories and celebrate Women with Vision and the Vision Summit. Thanks, everyone. We are live, broadcasting live from the Vision Summit in Tampa, Florida, June 8 and 9, 2021. And I'm here with uh, Christopher. Uh, the man the man doesn't need that much introduction. Everybody knows him. Uh, how are you, Chris? I'm outstanding. Having a great time out here, getting to uh, visit with a lot of the peers. We've all been cooped up for a little bit, right? Yeah. Picking up some good information from some of the speakers and presenters. And uh, just in general, enjoying the culture that's still developing and growing in the mortgage community. Yes, especially now that uh, we can go to live events now. And instead of doing the Zoom, oh my God. Yeah. So now everybody can go out and say hi to each other. Um, and, and, and Chris is very, very involved with the uh, veteran community, a community that me, us as a mortgage brokerage, with my partner, she's running the brokerage. Uh, we, we try to, uh, to do our best service possible to the veterans, especially in Central Florida. I think it's like 500,000 veterans living in the, uh, in the uh, Central Florida area, Orlando metro area. And we had, I think it's the biggest VA, VA uh, hospital in or in United States. I think it's the one in Lake Nona, the one of the biggest one. Um, tell me more about what are you doing, uh, VA? Uh, what, what what's the name of the uh, enterprise you guys doing? Oh uh, yeah, Vetted VA is our name. Yeah. You might see the logo around uh, popped up. But we are an or an, an actually a community of individuals who strive to achieve um, better standards uh, from education to engagement to uh, community engagement, specifically problem solving, value sharing without any of the typical stuff that you see where people have a little bit of value to give you and a big old treble hook buried right in the middle of it. So what we do is we hold individual professionals to exceptionally high standards. I think the highest standards in the industry as far as any VA education goes and I'm happy to put that to paint to any one of you out there in opposition that would like to. But the education process itself is unlike any other out there. The engagement process, which makes sure that the education was seated and rooted properly, ensures that a thing occurred. And then our data analytics review, and this is what a lot of people don't know. And it's probably because I'm a bit of a redneck and they don't assume that we're very uh, high, tech. high tech. But i got to let you all know, Nathan Nottingham and a few other people are yeah. surrounding me. I surround myself with people that are much brighter, much smarter, more capable than myself. And what that's led to is a very unique thing. We have a third-party data analytics company that helps us to take all of the data that we collect in a process we call the VTB or the Vet Tangible Veteran Tangible Benefit, right? We have a VTB, Vet Tangible Benefit form. And this collects public level information that in no way identifies who the individual consumer is, but in every way identifies the nature of the professional service given, the product given, and the quality of all of that from a data level. The data analytics will allow us to compare and contrast my peers internally to themselves, externally to companies, externally to channels, and all the way down to even a zip code area. So we have the ability to make certain of a thing. And that's what we're doing different. Gotcha, gotcha, wow. So you go very, very detailed, specific. Exceptionally uh, detailed and specific. If any of y'all are familiar with the Marine Corps or Marines, or you ever been around a couple of those guys. Oh, Semper Fi, brother. Well, he'll get it then. You ever run into that motard that was just a little bit too gung-ho on the wrong? And yes, you're going to run all 3.2 miles, not 2.8 for your PFT? Hi, I'm Christopher. Chris, and uh, also I got to do some breaking news. I know you guys are going to start pretty soon, hopefully, start sending content to Morflex. Yes. Um, and that's, that's the goal. You're gonna, you guys going to have your own channel dedicated to you guys. Um, and because you could do it, you guys are doing an incredible job helping the VA community, the veteran community uh, that it needs the help. And that me personally, uh, through my other side business, the mortgage brokerage, we help a lot of VA veterans, a lot of veterans in my shop. So 
and, and you guys are coming to Morflix. I'm very happy, very glad that, that you guys are coming in. We appreciate it. We appreciate the invite for anyone with a platform uh, to allow us to share some of our messaging. Everything that we do in Veta VA isn't about self-gain. Uh, it's, it's not about what we can get from something, but every single bit of it is about what we give to people who aren't getting what they should. And so when a platform pops up like y'all build here, which is incredible, I've been following you for a while, we've thank been friends you. for a bit, right? Thank you, thank you, yeah. But when a platform pops up with the opportunity to share a message, it's a huge honor for us. So thank you for asking us to share some of the content that we produce and create to yeah, help the my, veterans out my, my goal with the streaming service or the streaming network now is maybe not now, but in the future be the uh, place to replace YouTube so people can just go to Morflix and anything and everything housing related is going to be there. And it's not going to be mixed with, you know, the million other things in YouTube or maybe on other channels. And this is going to be a specific for the housing industry. I love That's it. my goal. I love big goals. I love big, stupid goals. And I've got some big, stupid goals, too. So anytime I can link up with people that uh, have vision like that, we're at the Vision 2020 Summit. So how apropos, right? Yeah. Christine Beckwith. Yeah, Christine. Shout out to Christine. Whew. The people with exceptionally uh, exceptional vision on very large ideas. Um that for whatever reason seem a little bit crazy yeah. you already got it you yeah. knew where i was going with that i oh, like no, it i know i know you can I've trust crazy i've been told <laughs> well thank you chris i really appreciate it we'll see you around in morflix pretty soon uh and stay tuned more interviews coming up stay here we're gonna be streaming live the whole entire hey let week. me hop in real quick you know i just had a great idea vetted va is having its first annual event this summer lake texoma texas tanglewood resort marina my hometown a three-day event first day full day shoot pistol carbine shotgun 65,000 rounds of 22 second day Whoa. long range shoot out to a thousand yards with possibly an airboat ride on the river that evening third day a full day at the lake this event's gonna be like none other it's focused on what makes us different when is culture that, when is that again july 22nd through the 26th oh okay well i might be able to make it there you can make it down there we'll definitely have some unique content and i think with your channel it'd certainly be great well we're live again with an excellent interview with streaming light on morflix on the vision vision summit 2021 here in beautiful tampa florida and we have a special guest today, Mr. Barry Habit. How you doing, Barry? Oh, it's so good to be here. What a great conference. Oh, oh, oh excellent. One of the best so far. Um, you, you, you had done a few this year, right? You know, actually, Light uh, ones? I, actually, I've had a couple that I've done. Did one in Atlanta uh, two months I was, ago. I was on you that were there. One, yeah. 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 yeah, but this was kind of the one that most closely felt like a normal conference you know the masks are off people are hugging yeah. it just feels like feels more normal yeah. now the seats are still a little bit further yeah, apart, a apart so a little less energy but but it's good it's good yeah that's fine and uh, my understanding is that there's three minutes so they probably had a couple of hundred people or so uh, watching it as live stream too so I, I guess this is um in regards to uh, trade shows, conferences, it's going to be a more of a, a hybrid where you're going to have a streaming and then you're going to have physical, physical well, Yeah, there. well, obviously virtual is here to stay, but yeah. um, but there's no substitute for the energy. And, and, and also the other thing, too, that you get is you get so much networking at a live event. You know, that's that's the thing. If you're if you come to gatherings, one of my mentors, Jim Rohn, he would always say, attend the gatherings. And you know, force yourself to mingle and meet people and make relationships. Life's about relationships, so it's very, very important to do that. So as things open up, I would encourage people to do that. Now, me personally, uh, I have I have quite a few that that I'm booked to do, and I think that as they as we get more comfortable and God willing, things kind of don't don't revert back. I think we'll be in a position where they'll just start to grow and feel more normal. Yeah. But. Um, I'm not going to be as crazy as I was. I was doing like 80 speaking engagements a year. I'm probably going to only do about 25 or so per year now, maybe 30 a year. I'm not going to do much more than that. Take it a little bit A little more tranquilo. Yeah, more tranquilo. Barry, and I mean, you probably get this question asked 20 million times in any given month or whatever, but just give me a little, little brief because you, you're the numbers guy or you're the markets guy and that's how you, you're really well known in the industry and uh, what was 
And I know you were making, they had told me you were making comments regarding a, a, a possible mini bubble or a possible bubble. No, no bubble. Uh, there's no bubble in real estate, but people can make a bubble on their own on home. On their own. Yeah. If, if, you, got, if you got a home that's worth 400 that's listed for 450 you pay 525 Yeah, there you you're go. putting yourself in a tough position. You know, your back's up against the wall. Yeah. But if you make more educated decisions and you, if you evaluate, one of the reasons we have a bit over ass tool you can evaluate at what point in time in the future will the value of your home move gonna up to, re to, to recover the amount that you're bidding over asking price if it's if it's four months five months six months probably okay but if it's four five six years you yeah. got to think about that you know so and i think part of what we have to do is help our customers make better decisions maybe it's not what they want to hear but if you can develop a relationship where you're not trying to sell them but you're trying to advise them you're going to build a bond of trust that's going to last. I mean, trust is everything and everything, every type of relationship, romantic, family, work, coworker, business, and customer and referral source. I mean, it's all about trust, right? Correct. Correct. And that, and are you recommending people to not do that, or if it depends you, on the individual situation? Okay. So, so we no, 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 no. More on the appreciation of the home. So, gotcha. if if your home is going to uh, reach. A recoupment of the amount that you're bidding over asking price in less than six months I'd say heck yeah you know that's fine but you know you get between six months and a year I think you should think about it if it's gonna take you know a couple of years or longer I'd probably look for other opportunities and I'm not saying it's easy look I'm not trying to say oh it's so easy to find a home and it's so it's not it's tough it's hard work it's heartbreaking but you yeah, want very to very limited uh, inventory, inventory. Yeah. but you want to try and make as rational business decision as you can correct. you know you have to try as best as you can to take emotion out of it because a lot of money correct correct so yeah it's it's situation by situation customer by customer um, and house by house because and zip code by zip code because every zip code is going to have different rates of appreciation yeah some yeah like here tampa might appreciate better than maybe another an hour away and stuff like that it's yeah. exactly right zip code by zip code that's why we break it down in each and every zip code Awesome, awesome. And what else is going on with you? What are you doing? Uh, tell tell my audience in Morflix, what, what is it that you're doing? Other than, you know, more, uh, MB, so, MB MB, highway, MBS Highway, highway. of course, yeah. So still doing some speaking. Got um, Money in the Streets is doing well as a book. Uh, I, uh, I'm enjoying a lot of time in Palm Beach now, which is where my, my actual primary residence is. Oh, okay. And uh, But I still go back and forth to New Jersey. I'm not the type of guy that does it seasonally. I almost do it like every other week back and forth. Because I got my kids there in Jersey, and uh, I've got uh, my main office is, is there, and you have a lot of friends and a lot of roots there. So, and so I got my animals in Jersey, so, uh, so you, you know I got my pets there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love my dogs, my cats. But you're living technically full time in Florida. I'm a Florida. I got a Florida driver's license, oh, bro. Yeah. Oh, look I, at I, that. I, I am. You know. By Welcome the way, to the swamp. <laughs> I I love our governor. I think he's a stud. I, I love, I just love Florida. I mean, it's such a great place oh, to be. Awesome, awesome. Not to say other places awesome. in the country aren't great. They're great. And New Jersey's great too. You know, I've been very blessed as a, as a speaker. I've pretty much been every place. Well, pretty, I, pretty live, I live in Orlando and it's like I say, wow, I'm, I'm leaving where people from all over the world want to come. Vacation. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be there in a couple of weeks to speak there. Oh, awesome. But so I've been to pretty much every place in the U.S. I'm very well traveled there. You know, you're a speaker for almost 30 years and doing 80 speaking engagements a year. You could do the math. Yeah. Um, and besides knowing most of the restaurants in every city, I, uh, I've discovered that every place you go has something that's awesome. Every place you go has things that are wonderful. You know, you just got to find them. And that's really what life's about. Oh, yeah. It's, if a, you big, make the, big, you make the it's best. a It's a big, big country with uh, lots of things to do. Beautiful places, um, awesome people. So it's just, it's just, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful country, and uh, I, I'm so glad that uh, I relocated from Puerto Rico when I was a kid, 16 years old, and uh, I've been in Orlando for the past almost 30 years. So I, I love it. You don't even look that old, my friend. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's getting there. So Barry. Thank you, my friends. Pleasure. Really awesome. Thank you for being here uh, live, streaming on Morflix. And, uh, we'll, yeah, appreciate we'll, what you guys are doing. What you guys yeah. are doing is great. You're yeah, doing, no, we, we're going to continue. We're going to grow it. And uh, maybe we'll collaborate in the future. Who knows? Absolutely. We'll and uh, really thank you. And uh, awesome things that you're doing for, for our industry. Thank you, my friend. You be well. Thank you.
Hi everybody, I'm here with Phil. Phil, tell me about yourself. I'm the president of EPM and super happy to be here. So nice to meet you. Likewise, likewise. Is this your first in-person event? Uh, no, we, we had a broker success summit back in March, so that would be sort of the second one since COVID. Okay, you're in Atlanta, right? Uh, well, the, the company's in Atlanta. I'm actually in Windermere, Florida, so I'm not too far okay, from Okay, I here. feel like this area has been much more open. I'm in New Jersey and oh. things are very close. Well, I moved from New Jersey <laughs> on January 12th to get out of <laughs> the lockdown. It. That explains it. That explains it. So we just finally opened up, but to come here and see everything open is very it's been a breath of fresh air for my family, sort of being able to venture out be into normal. into the wild and be a little bit normal uh, here in Florida. Yes, so. that's very exciting. Yeah. Your event earlier was great today. Great, thank you very I much. It. I yeah. love the whole format. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, you know, we, we had such terrific demand coming from the summit that we had back in, in Yeah, March. I saw that online. It looked awesome. You know, we didn't want to do a full-blown thing, but, you know, so how do you satisfy the demand but yet not oversaturate? And I think that it was just perfect. It was great. I really liked it. We like the doing. format of it, how it was like a conversation. Everyone could kind of jump in, and it was super casual. It was great. You know, I said something on LinkedIn a few months ago that, you know, a rising tide can lift all boats. And so we're all about how can we collaborate, I love that. you know, and, and not just make it all about us. Yeah, not just it's not. it's a conversation. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Well, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much Likewise. for stopping by. Welcome to Morflix Live, and we're covering live today, uh, June, June 9, 2021. We're covering Patient Summit with Christine and, and the entire gang. And one of, one of their big sponsors is here, and also a friend, and I met him a few, a few months ago, a couple of months yeah, ago. March. March. So, um, Philip Mancuso, how you doing, Philip? I'm doing great. How are you? Awesome. Doing awesome. He's the uh, you're the president of uh, uh, Equity the, Prime Mortgage. The president, um, one of the one of the, one of the biggest wholesale, wholesale lenders in the United States. Um, they do a lot of loans in throughout the throughout the entire nation, and uh, they're here today. So, how's it going so far? So far, so good. There's been a lot of great content. Uh, you know, always looking for more information and collaboration. Uh, so, uh, really happy to, to be here, and you know it's great to, to, to be back out in the wild, so to speak. Yeah, uh, it's been a long year year plus, and we sort of kicked that off back in March, yeah. the event that that yeah. you're alluding Down to in, a, in Atlanta, uh, in Atlanta. But uh, you know it's great to be out again and, and, and collaborating with folks. Yeah, it's, it's finally not nice to go out and uh, you know shake hands and see people and. and and then you know chair moment we, we spent a couple hours last night talking yeah, yeah. uh having fun and maybe uh, having a drink or two yeah i know a couple maybe um and and, and and wow and this is really impressive what christine has done here her entire group very well done uh very well prepared uh the agenda the schedule everything has been kept on time uh so it's it's great Props to her and, and her team. And, uh, and tell me about EPN. What, what's going on with EPN? Uh, I know you you released some information or some new new efforts coming up in March when we went to to Atlanta to your headquarters. And uh, yeah, what what's going on? Yeah. What, what yeah. give me an update? Give me an update yeah. since yeah. March to now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, I think that a lot of the behind the scenes, which which you know you can't see, it's harder to update. But there's been a lot of work going on behind the scenes to constantly improve the organization, constantly think of new ways to innovate. Uh, one of the things that, that we discussed was a, a little bit of a rebranding and trying to include many folks in the industry, a lot of our broker partners. We're gonna have outreach to realtors and, and other folks, uh, a lot of our vendor partners, uh, to help collaborate on the website. So we just went live with, with the website rebrand this week. I mean, it is version one of what will probably be a hundred. That's EPN dot net. Yeah, dot okay, net. EPN. And and this concept of EPM me, so EPM with a little a little lower KC at the end. You know, one of the, the the concepts that we're really trying to rally around 
is collaboration through through unity and uh, empowering people more and th the idea that a rising tide can lift all boats you know yeah. one of the speakers earlier you know talked about that is you know, we can collaborate. We can have friendly competition. You know, we it's not a zero-sum game. Yeah. We're trying to put people in homes, which is a great thing. So, some, the people, American, some people think otherwise. Yeah. Well, like, uh, <laughs> or me or nothing. Yeah. It's the American, exactly. But it's the American dream. And, and that's not something that should be taken, A, selfishly or B, lightly. Yeah. And so, you know, we really want to, with this rebrand, you know, get the message across that it's not just about us. It's how we can come together as a community in lending, in real estate, and and really build a, a better mousetrap. Uh, you know, for the American dream. Yeah, a better, a better, um, a better workflow, a better, better communication. I think, I think the key, uh, having done um, hundreds, if not thousands, of mortgage transactions myself. I always, my, my pet peeve was, and always my key was constant communications with the parties, you know, letting, letting everybody know at the beginning what's going on, uh, and, and, and not hiding anything and, and trying to be as clear as possible and, uh, and, and not, not, not bring any surprises, you know, a day or two days before closing. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's what usually these, these clients are so afraid that. You know, I tell everybody, listen, anything is possible, anything could happen. The transaction could fail through the date of closing, you never know. But the key is to have good communications, everybody in the same page. Uh, and I, that uh, avoids, you know, avoids mis mistakes, errors. Uh, one people said this, one people said that. So if everybody's on the same page as you guys are promoting, the transaction is going to go a lot smoother a lot faster probably and it's gonna be a nice nicer experience for that you know home dreamer that wants to purchase a home and make it their home you yeah. know their dream american home american dream so. yeah that's the goal for sure and, and you know you bring up a good point i mean i'm definitely a firm believer in communication setting expectations uh I, I've, i've told this anecdote on a number of occasions had a loan officer that was was poor at that he was a great salesman Uh, but uh, a poor engager and, and you know a loan officer um, is in sales but I don't see it as a sales job again you, you, you're a consultant you're, you're helping folks finance their largest asset uh, financial asset and so we had a borrower who was irate one time and this wasn't at EPM this was prior to EPM borrower was irate couldn't figure out why the loan had been in process for you know, something like 12 or 13 days. It wasn't like it was months old. And I got on the phone with the bar and you try to figure out, diagnose the issue, what's going on. And you know, she's like, well, you know, you folks don't communicate and my loan should have been closed by now. And I'm saying, oh my gosh, it's been 13 days. You know, the appraisal wasn't done until three days ago, you know. And well, I was promised that the loan would close in eight days. Whoa. And it was sort of like, why? You know, on what basis is A, that necessary? What you, We knew that you couldn't even do, the, and this is my own inner dialogue, not not talking to the borrower about this. Like, we knew we couldn't do the appraisal for four or five days because you were going away. And, you know, we sort of just de-escalated the conversation by saying, well, look, I apologize for the conversation that preceded this, but if I look in the file, we've spoken with you at least once a day, if not multiple times a day for the 13 days your loan's been in process. And your loan was never going to close in eight days because you were gone for six of them. We just reset expectations, ended up closing the loan. Not that much after that. So whatever it took, 15, 16, 18 days. So on a relative basis, closed the loan incredibly quickly, um, but had a, a bunch of unnecessary anxiety because the loan officer just wasn't strong enough to say, hey, We want to close the loan as quick as we can, but there's always limiting factors. Your lo rate's locked for 30 days. As long as we close in 30 days, you're good. If it's day eight, fantastic. If it's day 18, great. If it's day 28, so be it. But we're going to get this done. And, you know, we're going to communicate with you. I just can't be on the phone with you four hours a day. You're not our only borrower. And so sometimes having the tough conversation... Uh, combined with communication and setting expectations really makes for a smoother yeah. transaction.
definitely that's that's the most having good strong communication skills let it you know letting setting expectations very important don't don't over promise and under deliver yes so <laughs> that's that, the worst that's, that's definitely uh well phil i mean i'm really really happy that you're here and uh our doors are always open here at morflix for whatever and i thought too jason is on my board so uh i have an insight pretty much on epn type of thing so and we're really happy and uh the network is growing Uh, and I know you guys are doing an excellent job, excellent job rebranding and some operational stuff that you guys have done through the past few months. Yeah, year, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So very, very happy with Eddie and everybody. So really, we we consider you guys our friends here at Morflix, and uh, definitely uh, we both grow together and. Uh, We'll, we'll see what happens in the future. Likewise, we, we, we love what you're doing, and, and we love being a part of it. Thank you, thank you, Philip. Thank you. This was Marvin and Phil Mancuso from EPN. This is live. Welcome to Morflix, and we're streaming live on the Vision Summit uh, 2021, live from Tampa, Florida. Today is Tuesday, June 9, 2021, the last day of the show. Excellent show here with Christine and her entire uh, crew. And we have an excellent guest today, a special guest today, Michael Hammock from Fintech Hunting. Uh, that's his podcast, and hopefully pretty soon he'll be uh, streaming also his content in Morflix. So welcome, Michael. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with you. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. So tell me, let's let's um for the people that viewers or whatever whatever that they, they, they don't they don't know you're from your podcast. What what is it that you do? Or what what makes you do a podcast, and how you related to the industry? All right, to the housing industry. Well, I've been in the mortgage space, specifically the mortgage technology space, for twenty plus years. I won't go any further than that. I don't need to date myself any more than that. He was talking. Uh, was talking nineteen ninety four. All right, so I heard you mention ninety seven. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, okay, between. So between. I have been in the mortgage space, especially technology, my entire career as the former CEO of Mortgage K. Uh, I've been the uh, founder and president of Next Level Advisors for the last 13 years. We specifically help companies grow. So what we like to say is we move audiences, we generate leads, we drive new sales, and we create endearing brand stories. So we help organizations grow. And why I started a podcast was wanted to add value to the industry. Uh, you have incredible experiences, you meet wonderful people along the way, and I wanted to give people an opportunity to get their story told yeah. from a tech perspective, from an impact to lenders. So we started FinTech Hunting about a year and a half ago. We've done 87 episodes. Uh, it gets produced every Wednesday, and it's our chance to give back to the industry. We'll interview lenders, we'll interview tech providers, really anyone who's a mover and shaker in the mortgage space. We want to talk to them and get their perspective. Gotcha. That, that was my idea with Morflix to make it a little bit entertaining. Uh, a place where hopefully soon, uh, and we're getting a lot of content now, but hopefully soon will be the place to go and, and look for that answer or that opportunity or that uh, business development or that, that you know, funny content or a movie or a series documentary. So people doesn't have to go to any other websites and have another million stuff there. Right. And us will be concentrated in what we do, our housing industry. That's that's why I created Morphix. And you're kind of that in the same same weight lane, you know, for 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 your your platform and your content. Absolutely. Try to make it special and different. Well, and you guys are doing a great job of being that repository, being that one source for all things mortgage and. I love what you guys are doing, adding the video, the streaming services, you're making an impact on the industry, and hopefully the FinTech Hunting Podcast will be joining soon. Oh, yes, 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 it will pretty soon, so stay tuned for that, uh, it'll be it'll be downloaded and uh, streaming soon and promoted in the network. And uh, Michael, um, what do you see in terms of, let's talk about a little bit of, on, on, on the market right now, the macro, yep. what do you see right now uh, with the situation with no inventory? Very little, people overbidding, and I did I did ask a question earlier to one of my guests in the morning, and is is is, is that a bubble coming up, or is that a normal process of, you know, supply and demand? There's not enough supply, a lot of demand. 
is it going to stabilize? Does the rates need to go up? Because rates are super cheap right now, right. super low. So how, how do you see it in the three, next three to six months? Well, you just asked a lot of questions, so I'll chunk it down. <laughs> I, um, I watched Barry Habib's session today, and he gave a great talk about that, and he specifically addressed, is there a mortgage bubble? If you're an individual and you're buying a house and it appraises for 450 and you pay 520, That's a you just created a mortgage bubble for yourself. You created a housing bubble for yourself. Wow. Industry-wide, I don't think there is a bubble yet. I don't have a crystal ball, but if I had to look at it and say the next three to six months, as you mentioned, there's low inventory, rates may go up some. What I think a lot of it comes down to is how are we adding value to those borrowers? You could have a rate go up, the rate be a little bit higher, but if you understood the borrower's debt, if you understood their financial situation, they may still benefit from paying a higher rate and paying down debt or taking equity out of their house and be in a much better financial position. So I think a lot of it comes down to when we were in the refi boom and the market got flooded with, hey, we just need bodies, and they would throw butts in the seats, and anyone could take an application. Yeah. Those people are going to struggle. But the ones that really know the mortgage industry, the ones that are really going to counsel and advise and talk about the different programs and products that are available, I think they're going to differentiate themselves, and I think they're going to do just fine. They're actually probably going to gain more market share. Yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. If you're an advisor or you're, you're a you're really um, helping that customer, that borrower. Uh, what I call, what I call, the last mile. You know, yep. uh, helping. Uh, Foby was say, saying, uh, you know, it's like a plane. The clients right now, you help them take off, help them land, and in between is is that process that, that, that you sometimes you have to fine tune it so that way that customer is happy with the processing and right. on the writing whatnot. But but. Um, I feel the, the industry, at least on the mortgage side, the lending side, is, is in a great position. Um, real estate, I think the realtors are struggle, struggling right now. Yep. Reason being, you know, there's, there's not enough business to go around. There's a lot of business, but there's not in, in the inventory. Exactly. And they've got to work harder for the deal. And there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. I mean, there's people not getting an appraisal. There's people waiving the inspection. So all yeah. of that stuff is scary. And that's not, that's an emotional decision. It's not a prudent strategic decision to say what's in the best interest moving forward. And, and Barry mentioned it. There may be a situation where paying 20 grand above asking price is still a prudent financial decision but make it a financial decision. Talk to an expert. Don't just let emotion say, oh my gosh, we're gonna lose out on the home and let's throw another 50 grand at it. Yeah. That's not the way to do it. And that's not good for anybody in the industry. No, yeah, it's creating, it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and it's creating, yeah, like you said, you're buying the house for purchase prices, well, listing prices for 50, you're buying for 500, 520, yeah. Right, and the appraisal comes in at 475. That's oh. a bad decision. Yeah, but we'll see, we'll see what happens here with inventory in the next few months, and hopefully lumber will go down with once production starts coming in, and because that's another situation. It is. Now is the builder, I was seeing a graphic that they put around before they were building, what, six, ten houses, and now they can build two or three with that same amount because of Because what's lumber. happened is they're starting to price themselves out of the market, right? So the average home, I saw a statistic about a week or so ago, the average new home. You mean the builder? Right, the builder, the builder. building the home, yeah, the average later. new home has gone up almost $40,000. Wow. Well, that prices a lot of people out of the market and then we have a challenge. They can't just raise their price 40 grand if they can't get appraisal for only 20 more grand. The bank's not going to take that risk. No. The builder doesn't want to give away their services and take a loss. And the homeowner who's already under contractor to have the house built is saying, we have a contract, you need to honor it. it it's a really tough position yeah, when you start looking at what lumber and the contracts that are already in place and everything like that. So it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll have to continue to monitor it. Uh, but what I know is the mortgage industry is very resilient comes down to 
how can we continue to put people in homes? How can we help them realize the American dream? And part of that is doing it so they make a sound financial decision. Excellent. Yeah, I definitely. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens in the next few months. We we'll be will. on contact, definitely, Michael. And uh, I want to, you know, preemptively uh, welcome Michael to Morflix. Uh, hopefully, we'll get you content pretty soon. And, Absolutely. And start streaming it so everybody can watch it on your favorite app. And uh, Michael, thank you. Really, thank, thank you, you so much. It was a pleasure. Yes, yeah, here, man. Appreciate it. Hi, everybody. I'm here with Barry Habib, who needs no introduction. <laughs> it's good to see you, Heidi. It's so nice to see you, Barry. I haven't seen you in so long. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Everybody's out now. I know. Everybody's out. COVID's canceled. It's yeah. Back. Yeah. It's like it never happened. <laughs> Just pretend it didn't happen. So how are you? What's new? Um, you know, it's a lot new. Everything's going on that's... Uh, that's exciting in the marketplace, you know. We don't know uh, we don't know how long this crazy market's going to last, right but uh, we got to enjoy it while we can. Yeah, take it one day at a time in the crazy world. You aren't kidding. You aren't as kidding. Well, as we always do in the mortgage industry, though. For sure. Take it while you have it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I hope that people are really trying to take some time to enjoy this too, because they can get a little stressed, and then, you know, when things settle down, they're saying where to go, right? Yes. But, uh I think that it's going to last for a while. I think the rates are going to be good for a while. I think that we're going to see housing stay healthy for a while. It's really going to be, uh, it's going to be a good period of time for the next couple of years, I think, for us in this Yeah, industry. I agree, too. I think that it's going to continue. I don't think it's a stop to this right now. Yeah. And then people like Christine putting on these events is really exciting. You get some wonderful, uh, wonderful content at these events. I know. People, the energy is so great here. It's great. I think everyone's excited to be able to go and hug somebody again and yes. give somebody a high five and you know not wear a mask it's 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 wonderful it is you know i notice a lot of conferences are, are starting to pop up i'm getting so many requests for for speaking all over so things are really starting to turn around yeah great i also was before here i was at the new jersey mortgage bankers association golf outing yeah how was and that it's funny because i've gone before and it's very small and like you know calm and then this time it was like over 100 people and the energy and everyone was just yeah, it, it, it's a good thing. People are, are excited about getting out. I'm excited to see what you're doing with, with with Christine. You guys are doing some wonderful things. We are. So we have a board of directors, and we're doing all kinds of things now. Thank you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, you know, put, help put this together and organize this and just kind of jump So what, what's right on now. the slate? What are you masterminding, the two of you? What are we masterminding? So we're masterminding, you know, just getting more women to join the program um, and kind of building like a program amongst women in the industry. That's really important. Well, you have an amazing story about how the two of you kind of indirectly knew each other, and then I was so proud that I was able to make the connection for the Barry two. Barry actually introduced Christine and I, which is a crazy story. Yeah, yeah. But you guys you guys had connections before that, and I just put the pieces together. Yeah, you just directly connected us. Yeah, exactly. So I told Barry I was a huge fan of Christine, and as soon as I We all are. Her, we all are. We all are. She's like an idol. And as soon as I told him, he opened a group chat and just like threw her into the chat and was like, Christine, Heidi, Heidi, Christine. And I was like fangirling because it's Christine Beckwith. She's amazing. Yeah. So it was very fun. It's pretty awesome. So well, I can thank Barry for being here. Well, I'm thanking you for being here too. No, it's a, uh, it's an honor to be with, with all of you guys. It really is. I, I love what she's doing. And this gala tonight is great. The room is amazing. The content's going to be great. She's got some wonderful speakers. So. Yes, excited to hear you speak tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be fun. It's a brand new presentation. I want to talk about uh, exponential growth, and that's I think that's really important, you know, because if we, we most people think on a linear basis. So, you know, linear. If I took if I took 30 linear steps, I'd go from here to the end of the red carpet. But if I took 30 exponential steps, I'd go around the world 10 times. So, if you start thinking exponentially. Uh, can create immense growth in your business. And the key is, is to, in my humble opinion, remove points of friction. So when you when you move along in your business, I like to look at an S curve, so it kind of looks like an S. If you can go along in your business and you're growing, but if you can remove a point of friction, you get this burst of exponential growth. Now eventually that matures, and that's why it looks like an S. So the real key is to keep removing those points of friction. I love that. The good news is, is there's friction all around us. So if we can try and find them, identify them, and remove them, you can really I think identifying them is the hardest part sometimes. Well, so, you know what? We notice them, but most people see a point of friction and they complain. Yes. As opposed to seeing a point of friction and saying, how can I fix that and remove that and create tremendous growth? So 
just a little different different focus. Excited to hear it. Can't wait. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for stopping by there. Okay, you got it. Bye-bye. Well, this is another great interview that we're going to be doing live. This is live. Anything can happen. Uh, here <laughs> no, <Morphic>. not here. <laughs> what are you talking about, Marvin? <laughs> uh, the Vision, Vision Summit and here I'm with Foby, a uh, great content provider. And uh, I want to talk to him real quick on what he's doing. He's now a content provider for Morflix as well. And uh, how you doing, man? Good, Marvin. Thank you. How, how is it going so far here? Man, I got to tell you, uh, this has been one of those moments again that, you know, that I'm lucky enough to be part of. Yeah. Uh, so much great, great knowledge was just shared this morning. Uh, I, my mind was literally blown. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, Christine is doing an awesome event. Uh, we got here yesterday, since yesterday, the awards. And now today with incredible, incredible Yeah. Uh, people that she's I mean you had Joe Joe Panabianco from Animac you had Barry Habib you had Brad Lee Oof. I mean that's like a three punch knockout yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, a, so. it's a dream team dream, yeah. dream team so tell me what, what's going on uh, with your podcast how, how is it going and uh, what do you what are you plans so, short term plans and so yeah plans? it's a good great question and now thank and welcome you. to Morflix yeah I, hey, by the way thank you for having me part of the Morflix family yeah, I really no, appreciate awesome. that but uh I will say that I think the podcast, we are kind of maturing. We've done about 30, 40 episodes, and we are starting to kind of grow into more of a personality that we want to create, which is focusing on leadership, focusing on energy, transferring positive energy into the world, yep. uh, especially inside the mortgage arena, because, you know, look, I mean, let's face it, the mortgage industry is boring, yeah. <laughs> right? You get a 30-year fix, you pay the payment, and we don't bother you. Yeah. And so we got to make it a little bit more exciting for the people that work inside of it. And that's really what my goal has been now. Gotcha. That's why I created Morflix. Pretty much to make it a little bit more entertaining. Yeah. Not as much as boring and, and uh, differentiate ourselves from YouTube and stuff like that. So people in the housing industry can go one place, one app, uh, and have all the uh, content possible there. And Absolutely. don't get mixed with 20 million other stuff in you know like youtube stuff like that no i think i think we need to especially because look as a, as a mortgage professional i've been in the industry since 1994 and one of the things that i really learned started recently <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i know i look young man i know your cameraman's are trying to make me look young but you know <laughs> it is we'll, what it is right we'll do we'll do, we'll do the magic in, <laughs> magic in post-production <laughs> but i but i, I da vinci resolve but you know what's so funny is in, in 94 when i got in the business if you had told me that this is what we were gonna, it was going to look like in 2021, I wouldn't have believed you. No. You know, I would not. I would have said you guys are crazy. That this is, you know, I mean, this was suit and tie. I got sent home from the office one time because I went to get an application and I was wearing just my T-shirt and jeans. And the office manager said you have to leave because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be in the office with that kind of clothes on. Yeah. And so I, I think, you know, when you look at that and the technology and where we are now, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a great industry to be part of. Yeah, no, it's more, um, I, I, I started as a realtor in 97 and then switched on around 2003. I switched to do uh, originations and, okay. and uh, I stopped a, a, a year and a half, two years ago because I, I created Morflix Woodtime. So, but uh, my partner runs my mortgage brokerage, so I, I know what, what, what you know the technology yeah. and everything that all the changes i think, I such think technology the, the rates the, the rates really low and yeah. the inventory is even even lower so and when you talk about brokers i mean you really have to understand i mean my friend katie sweeney from aim right um we were she was on the podcast and we were talking about how technology has really leveled leveled the playing field finally for the brokers so you don't have to have a multi-million multi-billion dollar company anymore be able to compete in the same technology that the huge lenders are competing with. Correct. And it's it's an amazing thing when you really begin to see that. Correct. And and, and I know um, as a long-time broker, I, I years and years ago you had a uh, you know really lazy lazy technology what I call. And in the past two years, three years, give it or take, you know, good lenders, good excellent wholesale partners 
have created excellent technology. I'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> yeah, don't get in trouble, man. No, I don't want to get in right? trouble. Don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> no, because I, I know they're looking at me. I, I emailed that CEO a few weeks ago. He told me, awesome, I'm going to send you to my marketing department. I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> yeah, be careful, so, brother. So, no, uh, and, and it has made it more, more, more competitive. And the awesome thing about a mortgage broker and long ori and, and retail or long originators too. Sure. I'm, not, I'm not gonna dismiss anybody. Yeah. Is they're giving that face-to-face value. Uh, maybe not so much with COVID, but now everybody's getting back to the normal rhythm or, or at least trying. Mm-hmm. And that person, that client, that borrower still needs that, what I call the last mile help. Uh, regale whatever the silos and the here and the over there are doing mm-hmm. but that client needs to be taken by the hand uh, fully I was talking to another guest uh, a few minutes ago uh, good communication that's a key here don't over promise and under deliver yes absolutely. that's another absolutely. huge absolutely. one absolutely. don't tell them you're going to be closing every Friday because yep. they're going to be pissed off Yep. and that client still needs that face to face with all loan originators and, and realtors as well. Yeah, I think I think it's critical. I think, you know, but and also with technology, I mean, when you talk about technology and, and that kind of stuff, we're really talking about communication, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. Yes. Even, even, and I was thinking about this, I forgot who was sharing, who was speaking this morning, but I said to myself, imagine you're flying on a plane, Marvin, right? And you hit turbulence. Right? I don't know about you, but I'm scared. Oh, man. Right? I, I'm I, like, I don't like turbulence <laughs> at all. Right? No. And, I, and I've researched turbulence, by the way, so I know it, turbulence does not cause a plane to crash fyi everybody listening okay but i still get scared i was thinking to myself if the pilot didn't come on there and say hey listen guys we're gonna have turbulence for the next 15 minutes hang tight i'm gonna try to get us out of here right that calms me down yep imagine if he didn't say anything and i'm just sitting there on a plane shaking yeah. and that's what the consumer feels like when nobody communicates with what's going on with your loan exactly it's as simple as saying hey listen we've got a little problem i'm working on it i'll let you know tomorrow it's critical. It's yeah. critical, right? And if you just make that little phone call, you know what I mean? The client will always remember that you were there when they need they needed them. Yeah. And the and the you that you didn't let them down, you know? Yeah. That that you communicated with them and this is a situation like you said, I'll let you know by tomorrow. Was it's it's, it's good, bad or whatever. ugly, whatever. Yeah. But don't let them know the date of closing or the day before. They had a U-Haul in front of the house. Yeah, no, just, no, no, no. Just, you can't just, do that. No. Not anymore, man. Because I'm telling you, technology is coming. And if the loan no, officer... No, and the and next thing you know, know, they're going to go to Google review. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Boom. It's over. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's, a, it's a very small world that we live in today. And we all believe the internet. Yeah. Like, I had a review by Abraham Lincoln. He said, Fabi's the best loan officer I ever worked with. <laughs> And so, you know, yeah. people say, oh, my God, you did Abe Lincoln's purchases and known as only his refinance. <laughs> that was in 1860, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. Nobody looked the date. It was on the Internet, so it, was, it had to be true. <laughs> were, 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 were they using Calix before? Or? <laughs> no, it was, it was a DOS base. Oh, no. <laughs> even worse. I remember when I started doing real estate in 97, yeah. when I, I went to work for Century 21. Uh-huh. And the MLS was dusty. Yeah. It was like, yes, why, yes, why, yes. It was, oh Dude, my I God. Remember compared the first, to now. I remember the first time Fannie Mae DU turned on in our office in 97. Oh, my God. And it was a little blinking green light. Remember the dog's basically yeah. blinking light? <laughs> and, and our underwriter was like, okay, so I just type it. And she had to type in everything. <gasps> Any mistake, you had to go in and retype everything all over again. Oh, no. <laughs> Now it's like a few seconds and boom, bye. Now it's on, everyone does it on their phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right on their phone, boom, 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 and it's over. Yeah. And that's why I think loan officers really need to understand. Yeah, they can do, it's crazy. They can do from from application to closing on their phones. Not even that, but taking care of your client and giving that personal touch is more important than ever because now technology can replace the loan officer if we don't give them that personal touch. Yeah. And they need to be that human element to, and they, they need to be the guide for the consumer yeah. because that's what the consumer is asking for. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The last the last mile, you know, I'm telling the last mile to use the uh, Amazon Prime thing. But the last mile pretty much is from application. Although everything is pretty much online, I mean, especially with COVID, yeah. whatever. But 
they still need to they, they still want to go to an office well, I mean, think about they this. still want to see a person face yeah. to face going back to the pilot I mean think about this the pilot takes off hits cruise control flies for two hours takes over for the landing that's what the loan officer is there for now yeah. the takeoff and the landing and we just have to make sure we're part of that that, that moment because yeah. if we let go of that moment we will be replaced yeah very very uh, very very true and uh, hopefully we won't yeah I hope so either, hopefully we'll, the, the, the I think we'll be fine I think we'll, we got some smart people working here yeah, <laughs> yeah so well Phoebe I really really appreciate it man alright bro thank you for stopping by yeah. and uh, excellent job and uh, thanks we'll for having me be part of the family again I yeah, really appreciate it. I appreciate that. it too for you to be on Morphix really really awesome alright guys thank, thank you. you take care how are you Megan I'm good I'm happy to be here at the Vision Summit here in Tampa nah I know um Tell us a little bit about you and what, what is it that you do. And uh, I know you work for... Um, Barry Habib. Barry Habib. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit more about you. I know, I know you were with what, one of my partners, Mitch, in one of his shows. Yes. Here through Morflix. So. so I work at MBS Highway. It's a platform for originators. We help them articulate the financial market. And then we have so many tools to help them overcome challenges that they're having to deal with right now. The discouraged buyer buyer that maybe waited too long to refi and now they're asking themselves should I refinance still or you know right now it's bidding wars people have to come in over asking price to even get their offer accepted so we have so many tools to help overcome these challenges and ultimately help them increase their batting average and land more referral partners correct so especially in this crazy market people are over bidding there's not enough inventory there's pretty much non-inventory Uh, lumber is super high. Yep. Uh, oh my God. What What do you see coming up in the next three? Give me Give me the Give me the macro in the next three to six months. So the biggest thing that we're talking about right now, and it's been all over the news, is all of these inflation years. You know, we're starting to see inflation in the market. You talked about lumber. Well, we have supply chain issues. Not only that, but there's the stimulus that is going out and are not actually spending a lot of that. Most of it, they're saving it or they're putting it in things like Robinhood, what have you. We're seeing the velocity of money decrease. And when the velocity of money is high, and you have to think about the velocity of money like this. You go, you buy a car, right? Let's say that you start driving Uber or Lyft with that car. Well, that increases that velocity of money because it's getting back out there and circulating the economy. But when we see the velocity of money drop, it's more so the instance, okay, you buy a car, but now you're only taking that car to go to grandma's house. There's no additional money that's kind of circulating the economy. So we're seeing the velocity of money decrease. We're seeing savings rate increase, and we're also seeing national debt levels at an all-time high. So really, what's going to be happening, what's going to be important here come June, July, is the Fed has been talking about, okay, should we cut back on our Should we start doing yield curve control? And that's going to lead to inflation. That's going to lead to rates rising. So that's what we're going to see here in kind of the short term so, and the so long term. A, so a possible recession? Yeah, that's where I'm going here. So yeah. possible yeah. long term. Barry and everyone at MBS Highway, we are estimating that, you know, in the next couple years, we are going to see another recession. Okay. How severe is going to depend on, you know, on so this. many things. Yeah. 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 Production, volume of houses, what's going on, the dollar, oil, wars. So it's, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot, a of, lot of moving parts. Definitely, I would encourage everyone to watch the MBS Highway Morning Update because we do cover everything every single day, keeping you guys up to date on what's happening. And when you know that, you automatically become a little bit more magnetic because you're comfortable in what it is that you're talking about, that your clients, your potential clients, your referral partners, your potential referral partners, They see that they want to be around them. So, so it's, it's, it's MSB Highway is an all encompassing uh, marketing technology yeah. platform where, let's say, I'm the loan originator on a day to day basis. I get, um, I get various recommendations, so either float, log, yeah. uh, you know, pay attention to what's going on because. You know, the rate that you get right now at 11 o'clock in the morning might not be the same that you're going to get true. at 2 o'clock. So um, it's, it's 
definitely for the loan originator if you're watching this and you you want to take your business to the le next level uh, definitely msv um, msv highways way to go way to go thank you, thank you guys appreciate it hi everyone i am here with John Tallinger and Cindy, last name, Harris. Harris from Class Valuation. So nice to see you guys. Juliana, Juliana Rancic, I've always wanted to meet you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm wearing a Versace. No, I'm kidding. They tried to get Ryan Seacrest, but they got me instead. Well, you're, you're, you're a big upgrade. Yes. So nice to meet you both in person for the first time. So we work together, actually, for my company, Recora. So it's so nice to officially meet you. Is this your first in-person event? Yes. It is, yes. Welcome. Where are you from? Are you in Michigan? I'm in Denver. Okay. And I know this is not your first in-person Not my first in-person event. As soon as I could travel, I started traveling, and uh, I'm still from Michigan, but I, I make the rounds, and uh, I got to see the people, so. So nice to see you guys. Thank you for Do you want to tell us a little about class valuation before you go here? Well, you know, it's not the best time to talk about appraisals right now because it's a little bit of a, a rough patch. But uh, no, uh, we, we we are seeing some signs of good things on the horizon. So uh, Cindy is kind of the, the the chief architect behind the scenes of making sure that things run smoothly operationally. So um, to be honest, it's it's been a a, a, a good time for the mortgage industry. There's a lot of volume. Uh, rates are low, which means that people are, are saving money. Uh, but at the same time, there's been a serious squeeze on appraisers. Like there's just a, a capacity issue. Well, we already have the appraiser shortage as it is, and then you build in a yeah. million more mortgages yeah. that need to be right. and it's crazy. And then COVID on top of it, and they don't want to go to houses. And yeah, and we're talking to appraisers every week who like working with us in good markets that feel bad they, they're like guys like we want to take the orders but we're getting two to three times as many as we're used to right yeah. now so uh, hopefully we'll see a little bit of slowdown there and we're doing some things behind the scenes with some packing some other things to try to make things a little smoother but it's uh it, we're getting there we're weathering the storm you have to fight balance again exactly Somehow. we're getting there yeah. so well thank you so much for stopping by thank you thank, thank you, you so much thanks Heidi. Thanks, guys. Here with Craig Pollock from Experience.com. Hi, Craig. Nice to see you. Great to see you. So nice to see you in person. I exactly. we haven't seen you since 2019. Somewhere in Atlantic City. Yeah, down in Atlantic City somewhere is the last. We were doing push-ups, remember? Yeah, we did. We did a push-up challenge in Atlantic City at the last event. Should yeah. we do them here too? No, this year is squats. <laughs> squats. Yes. Uh, Twenty. Only 22. No, this one is different. This one is one squat a day, every day. <laughs> more than the last day. So on the 1st of January, I did one, okay. and then I did two. So today is day 159, if you're counting, which <laughs> so I am. So we're gonna do 159 today. <laughs> no, I already finished, I did them already. Morflex can come find us, right, to do the squats? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is this your first in-person event? It is not, actually. Okay, where else have um, you been? I had a mastermind group that I belong to, and we had our own summit a couple of weeks ago okay. in Austin, Texas. Amazing. And it was a lot of fun, and it was great because the entire weekend, no masks. We were all just normal again. Yes, it was so nice. So I'm living in New Jersey, and we're still pretty much shut down. So to come here and just like get to see everybody is so yeah. nice, and like yeah, it's bizarre. It's like alive. It it's very bizarre. nice. It feels great to be back. <laughs> well, is. thank you for stopping by. It was no so problem. nice to see you. Good seeing you.